0: Hey guys, it is Sean, and today is that special Best of 2022 episode where I compile every single conversation and amazing piece of wisdom that was shared on this podcast over the last year and condense it down to the 10 most impactful moments. This is going to be an awesome episode, guys. There is tons of incredible bits of advice, but before we dive into that, I just want to say thank you. Seriously say thank you to anyone who has tuned in, who has listened, who has supported this podcast over the years you guys mean the world to me you tuning in each week listening to these conversations it is my greatest joy in life that i get to have these conversations to learn to grow we get to grow together and share some bits of wisdom from these incredible guests. So I just wanted to say thank you. I cannot wait to keep bringing you more incredible episodes in 2023. So thank you so much. And I also want to make you aware of some of the other things I do. I actually have a daily podcast called Momentum Minutes, which is just a bit of wisdom I share with you each morning to add a little fuel and momentum to your day. It's some of the best stuff that I'm hearing, I'm reading, or I'm learning from this podcast. So if you want your daily dose of wisdom, check out Momentum Minutes. You can find that in the link below or going to what got you there.com. I also do a few other things like some of the book recaps which I I've done 50 plus book recaps and my distillations where I've done deep dives on people like Michael Jordan, um, Josh Waitskin, Nick Kikonis, Disney CEO, Bob Iger. So if you guys want to find all of that, just head to what you I have everything that I put on over there. All right. Are you guys ready to dive into this? So let's do it. And believe me, this was really challenging to do, right? All of the conversations over the past year, I've got to distill it down to 10. Well, I did. And let's dive into them. And number one, my number one takeaway from 2022 is from the legendary orchestra conductor, Benjamin Zander. And this is what Benjamin said. He said, I was 45 years old, and I had been conducting for 20 years or more, and suddenly I had the realization for the first time that the conductor of an orchestra doesn't make a sound. Now, my picture appears on the front of the CD, but the conductor doesn't actually make a sound. He depends for his power on his ability to make other people powerful. And when that occurred... It was so profound. It had such an effect on me that people in the orchestra said, Ben, what happened to you? And that's what happened. I realized my job was to awaken the possibility in other people. Now, the real question became, was I doing that? And the way you find out whether you're doing this is you look at their eyes and if their eyes are shining, you know, you're doing it. And if their eyes are not shining, you get to ask the question. And this is the question, who am I being that my player's eyes are not shining So as you guys go through your day, I want you to step back to pause to reflect and ask yourself the question, how am I going to make my loved one's eyes shine today? Because when we do that, we are all making this world a little bit better of a place. All right, number two. My number two takeaway from 2022 is from the great restaurateur, Will Godera. If you guys have not listened to his episode, I highly recommend it. And the piece of advice he shared, this is actually a lesson he learned from his mom. You see, when Will was six years old, they found out that his mom had a malignant brain tumor and brain cancer. Now, two of the most remarkable things about his mother is that she actually should have died a few years after she was diagnosed with this tumor. But she made a commitment. She said, you know what? I want to see my son Will graduate college. That was her mission in life, to see Will graduate from college. So lo and behold, More than a decade after developing brain cancer. I'm getting chills telling the story right now, guys. More than a decade after that, she should have been dead. Will graduates college, all right? So at the time, his mom is in too fragile of a state to show up at the ceremony. So right after the ceremony, Will jumps into his car and he drives the few hours to see his mom. Now, let me say this. His mom has not spoken in years. She has not said a word in years. Will gets to her um, hospital room. And they go on to have a multi-hour-long conversation. And the next day, his mom passes away. So the first thing is that you can speak things into existence. His mom had that vision, had that dream. She had her heart set on that. That left such an impact on me when he shared that story. Now, the next lesson from Will is by the time Will was 12 years old, his mom could no longer speak. Now, she was still with him, but she could no longer speak. And every single day, when Will would get dropped off at the bus stop, his mom would be pushed out on the wheelchair so she could meet him there. Now, this is the line on the podcast that just almost had me breaking down in tears. And this is what Will said about when his mom would be at the end of the bus stop. He said, My mom could no longer speak, but man, could she smile. She could no longer speak, but man, could she smile. And so the takeaway there is, let's never, ever underestimate the power of nonverbal communication. All right, and while we're at it, you know what? I just love Will so much in his episode. We need to throw one more in, and this one actually came from his dad. So when he was younger, Will's dad gave him a paperweight that said, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And this emboldened him to dream big, to go after those dreams. So as you think about the values you're instilling in your kids and your loved ones, never, ever underestimate the impact a small gift or saying can have on them. All right, and while we're, we're on the theme of parents, I'm actually gonna give you the third lesson, and it's gonna be from my own mom. Yep, Joan Delaney, shout out, Joni. What is going on? All right, guys, so this was from my special 300th episode where I was fortunate enough to be interviewed by Dr. Michael Gervais, and I brought up a story from when I was six years old. So I was having lunch with my mom and my brothers and my sister, and we were on a trip to the Baltimore Inner Harbor Airport, and we were having lunch there on their food court, and what ends up happening is we sense a commotion, and there's this man who is just verbally assaulting his young child. I mean, abusing the hell out of him with words in, in a way that no human should ever speak to another human, let alone speaking to a child that way. Now, when Joan Delaney sees an injustice in the world, she's not one to just sit still. So what does she do in the middle of this crowded food court with hundreds of people around? She jumps up. And she gets in this guy's face and she stands up for this young child, this young child who could not defend himself. And it starts to escalate where she's telling him he cannot treat a child like that. She ends up bringing a police officer over to handle this situation. But this left such a lasting impact on my life. It it fundamentally altered me because what I learned from that, what I learned from my mom, Joan Delaney, is that when you see an injustice in the world, when you know something is not right, something that you believe in your heart, you need to stand up for it because people need our support. They need our courage because sometimes they cannot defend themselves. So that was a great lesson I was fortunate enough to learn from my mom. Takeaway number four is from episode 293 with a friend and one of the most remarkable human beings I've ever come across, and that is Arnold Vandenberg. I do not say that lightly. This is one of the most incredible human beings I've ever come across. Thank you, Arnold, for the impact you have had on my life. So, guys, Arnold grew up in the 1940s over in Holland, and he actually grew up just down the street from Anne Frank. And I'm sure you know what was going on there uh, in Holland in the 1940s. And the Nazis were taking over. And Arnold has a remarkable story, and I recommend you tune into episode 293 to, 293 to hear. His entire story, but he was actually saved by a 19 year old girl who was willing to sneak him and his brother through German lines to get him to an orphanage. He was later separated from his brother at the orphanage, um, which he says was just the hardest time on his life. Um, being separated, Arnold's three or four years old, and the only family member that he is even aware of is taken away. Um, he talks about how challenging that was. And if you want to know about real challenge, so during the Holocaust, Arnold's family lost 39 family members. 39 of his family members were killed during the Holocaust. And what I heard through the through the words that Arnold said is here is someone who has suffered just immense amounts of trauma, but he decided to go after a beautiful life, to live in a beautiful way. He's faced countless amounts of adversity, but he has overcome it. He's overcome it through hard work and the power of his mind. For those of you who know Arnold, who have listened to his episode, he is obsessive about the power of the mind and how we can use it. And he decided to fill his life with learning, with helping others, and tapping into the power of the subconscious mind and focusing on what he wants in life instead of what he's lost. And this has just had such an impact on me, how he thinks about the world, how he continues to push through, even though he's faced incredible adversity and difficulties. All right, guys. Number five is from Adam Robinson. and Adam was actually on two episodes, 298 and 299. He had so much wisdom that I spread it out over two episodes. So I recommend you checking out on 298 and 299. Now, Adam Robinson is was a prodigious chess player. He, he was a master chess player. He ends up starting the company, the Princeton Review, which I know many of the listeners are gonna be familiar with when you guys were getting ready for college. Um, he's done that, and then he ends up becoming incredible in the world of finance. And he is someone who is just ingrained with a ton of wisdom. He's like a modern day philosopher. And he brought up an important, of, an important question and the importance of question. And he says, so many people ask themselves, What do I want to do? And this usually centers around, like, what what do I want to do for a job in, in life, right? But the key question, potentially the most important question you can ask yourself, is who do you want to be in this world? Who do you want to be in this world? That is the question to ask yourself, right? I mean, we're all making a statement. So you can decide which statement you want to make in this world. And the statement Adam has decided to make in his life is to approach his life from a a place of play, right? How many of us just go through life so serious and and just constantly thinking about work and personal growth and things like that? Believe me, I'm guilty and play is a major focus for me. That's why this lesson from Adam has left such an impact. He tries to bring a sense of play to everything he does. And he thinks the highest form of gratitude in life is the gift of play. So today, let's all ask ourselves the question, Who do we want to be in this world? And then whoever that is and whatever you do, why don't we do it from a little bit more place of playfulness? All right. So that was number five with Adam Robinson. All right. Next up from episode 290 with ER Dr. Dan Dworkis, and Dan had some incredible advice and stories. But one of the pieces of advice that just stuck with me so much, right? Like one of those things you hear and you can't stop thinking about. And that is what he would do with an operating, when he was done operating with someone. And if it ended up happening that his patient was lost, meaning the patient died on the table, what he said is, we never want to waste suffering. He said, what is important is never waste suffering. And what he means by that is don't waste what you could learn from that person's death. Allow this moment to make you better prepared for the next patient so you can save their life. So day-to-day, most of us don't fight or face this type of extreme situation. But what I took away is don't allow the hardships and the suffering in your own life to pass by without learning from them. Let's never waste suffering. It's not going to make the times easy. But if we can learn from them, then they become useful. So we never want to waste suffering. That was from Dr. Dan Dworkus on episode 290. All right. Next up, number seven from episode 312. And damn, was this a fire episode with the CEO of WC and investment management, Paul Black. Now, Paul Black and WCM, they manage $100 billion. Yep, $100 billion. And, and Paul's story is pretty remarkable. Where he says he can't even imagine stumbling into into what he's done and then having this amount under under management in his wildest dreams a while ago. He never thought that was true. But when I asked him about what mindset has been most impactful for him, this is what Paul said. He said, it's interesting and it's not something I've identified until later in my life. And he's in his 60s now. And he says it probably wasn't until his mid-50s. And he said, I realized looking back at my career that the one thing that I did well is I kept showing up. I never quit. I think that mindset. And he says, I have so many examples in my life where it would have made sense to quit and give up because the obstacles appeared just to be so great. And for some reason, and I wasn't even conscious of it, I just didn't have the ability to give up on something that maybe I should have given up on. And because I didn't give up, I've ended up in a place that I couldn't even have imagined 20 or 30 or even 40 years ago. So I tell my son, I tell my daughter, look, most of life is showing up. I think it was Woody Allen that said 95% of life is showing up. He says showing up day after day despite obstacles, despite fears you might be having going forward. That's the mantra in our firm about everything, especially today in these markets that we're experiencing. You've got to keep showing up. You've got to keep grinding because better days will come. If you're not there when the better days come, you're not going to be able to take advantage of them. So keep showing up, being there. Longevity in, is huge in this business. Damn, Paul Black dropping some fire. Keep showing up. Persistence is key, right? Right. We need to be resilient. We need to keep showing up because life is going to throw us hard stuff and we need to face those challenges, those obstacles, those fears and keep going through them. So that was from episode 312 with Paul Black. All right, guys, number eight with a force of nature and one of my friends, David Senra. And David was on episode 304. And David is the host of Founders Podcast. Guys, when you're done listening to this episode, punch in Founders Podcast on your player, It is one of my favorite podcasts. It's incredible. And what David's done is he's read hundreds of biographies on history's greatest founders. So each week he reads a a new book, sums it up, and brings you the most important things he's learned. So here's a guy who is a modern-day historian. He has read hundreds and hundreds of books of the world's greatest founders. And he says if he could sum up everything he's learned studying the greatest founders, he says. They have the work ethic of Kobe Bryant and the self-belief of Kanye West. The work ethic of Kobe Bryant and the self-belief of Kanye West. Now, if you do not like Kanye, throw in someone else who has incredible self-belief because what you need to do is you need to outwork. You need to be one of the people who works so damn hard, but you also need to have this self-belief. David said self-belief is a requirement. Self-belief becomes comes before skill and ability. You need to believe in yourself, believe that you're capable before you can prove it to yourself. So as you go into the new year, why don't you just ramp up your work ethic and a little bit more self-belief in everything that you do. So that was episode 304 with David Senra. All right, number nine, we are getting close to the end here, guys. And this is from episode 281 with Frank Slootman, who is the CEO of the massive technology company Snowflake. And so I asked Frank cuz Frank has a legendary framework called Amp it up. And I asked him about how he developed this framework and this philosophy. And if you guys want to learn more about the Amp it up framework, not only listen to his episode on 281, but if you go to my book recaps at whatgotyouthere.com, I actually recapped Frank's book Amp it up, which is loaded with incredible business advice. All right. So I asked him how he developed his philosophy. And this is what Frank Slootman, CEO of snowflake said. He says, I have a word of caution for people that say, look, I just want to follow you around for a week and see what you do. And he says, I always tell people, don't try to be me. Do not try to be me. You need to become you, whatever the best version of you is. That is what you need to strive for. And he says, and by the way, struggle is the most formative aspect of that. This is how you become who you are meant to become. So that's why I always say embrace struggle because there's a reason you need struggle. That's how you become the person you need to become. And if you avoid being closer to the strain, if you avoid being where the shit hits the fan, then you're not developing, you're not learning, you're not becoming the person you're supposed to be. You learn over time, and in my particular case, I learned fairly early on that if you are insanely focused and driven and relentless about pursuing what you do, everything will give way in the process. Once you figure out that you cannot be stopped by sheer effort, determination, resources, focus, then you start applying it to everything, and all of a sudden, everything gives way. Over time, everything gives way. Damn. For those of you who listened to his episode or the one when I had him on last year, you know, Frank is a force of nature. Now here's a guy who's taken three technology companies to not much in revenue to over billions of dollars in revenue. He knows how to approach the business world. And damn, this piece of advice, I would rewind that, listen to that again. And again, when you need a little added inspiration and motivation for your day. All right. So guys, here we are. Number 10, and it's from episode 280 with Olympic gold medalist Apollo Anton Oro. And holy crap, this was a freaking epic episode. Now, Apollo is the most decorated U.S. winter Olympian of all time. And he said so much of that he can attribute to the intentionality he brings to his training and life. He said when approaching his training or event he's thinking about, he used the old stoic belief, right? Focus on what you can control. There's all this external stuff out there that we can't control, but what you need to do, what Apollo does is he puts his focus on the things he can, right? Get great at focusing on the things you can control and then putting your energy, effort and time on those things. And he said that intentionality that goes into every rep, every workout, every event. So before he starts, he sets himself up for success by being intentional, It might just take a minute or two, but before entering his training facility or before entering an event, he is setting his attention. How is he going to show up? What is he going to do? What does he want to get out of this? And how is he going to control the things that he can control? So as you go through your day, let's pause. Let's reflect. Let's get intentional about to Adam Robinson's question. Who do you want to be in the world? What statement are you going to make? How do you want to show up? And then what are you going to do to support that? That begins with intentionality. All right, guys, I lied once again. I couldn't hold it to just 10, so I'm bringing you an 11th, yep, an 11th bonus, and it comes from Brunello Cuccinelli, and he is the creative director and chief executive of Brunello Cuccinelli, which is one of the world's uh, most incredible fashion brands, and he's one of those people, and once again, I am not saying this lightly, I consider a modern-day sage for the way he lives his life and the positive impact he's having on the world. Now listen to his episode uh, where he dives into some of the things he's done. And I just want you to know how that episode had to come to be. So Brunello is over in Italy, and he actually doesn't speak English. So he was kind enough to bring his translator on. And literally, I welcome Brunello onto the show, and he goes on for 45 minutes straight with with without stopping talking about his life story, everything he's learned. So I'd recommend you guys tuning into Brunello's episode. But the line that he said that has just stuck with me, uh, this has just left such a lasting impression. And this is what Brunello says. He says, After all these years and experiences, I know nothing, nothing at all that compares to the love for another person when it comes to reaching immensity and infinity. So as we close out 2022 and approach 2023— Let's all reach for infinity by showing a little bit more love and compassion to everyone. Not just the people you care most about, to everyone. Go through today, go through this year with a little more kindness, a little bit more compassion. Everyone has struggles in life. Everyone is dealing with something. So can we all please just pause for a minute and show up with a little bit more kindness and compassion Thank you guys so, so much. And thank you to anyone who has listened, who has tuned in to an episode over the past year. You have such an immense impact on my life. I know you guys are the ones listening to this, but your kindness, your gratitude, it means so much to me. And I just want to say thank you again for being part of this journey. And I'm going to do everything in my freaking power to continue to learn, distill, and share the most important lessons from the people who are carving their own path. Remember, you can find everything at whatgotyouthere.com, both this podcast, my daily Momentum Minutes podcast, all of my book recaps, the distillery, and also the personal coaching I do with professional athletes, executives, entrepreneurs, and anyone else who just wants to get a little bit better, along with my online personal growth course called You Unleashed. So everything that I do, you can find at whatgotyouthere.com. Thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing end of your 2022, and you guys leap into 2023. Take care.